Right at it. Right at it. Oh, he's done it again. Just as he did at the John Deere for his first win. Welcome to episode 24 of the Go Get That podcast. Um, Pebble Beach is in the rearview mirror, as Dan would like to say. We are on to the Waste Management Phoenix Open. And for the first time in a while, Jordan Spieth has a little bit of form. We uh, can come into a tournament with a little bit of expectations, not just because of some positive course history, but because he's actually playing some good golf. So I think the three of us are excited for this week. One of our favorite weeks that's not a major on the schedule uh great field great golf course and yeah what do you guys think um i'm looking forward to it um anyway wouldn't i he's he's been throwing darts for the past four competitive rounds he's been playing and if any if you know anything about the waste management phoenix open it's a ball strikers tournament uh you have to ball strike your way around that place because you do not want to be hitting from the desert um I, I think this is a really good chance for jordan to get a win this year i think it's his best chance to get a win until at least the match play or no i don't know i think it's there his is. best chance i think it's his best chance to get a win until um until bolero again i really do um he's got a lot of chances coming up i mean API is a great chance. Match play is a great chance, but I, I do think this is just, I mean, this is a course, this and, and Memorial are two courses that I'd put, I'd lock in for him to win before the end of his career. I think um, game just fits it. Even if he's had some shaky performances in the past, I think he gets it done sometime. So why not this year? Yeah. I mean, I you guys have put it perfectly. I think this is one of the more exciting weeks of the year for sure like it's just the people's open right I mean that's what it is everybody's <laughs> um, always having a good time especially at the 16th obviously it's an interesting closing stretch of holes um, with plenty of birdies to be made we saw that last year um, with Brooks kind of uh, making his run down the stretch um, although Speak didn't really have it on Sunday. But, I mean, this was the place last year where the 60, Saturday 61 um, took place and sort of reignited the the Spieth, the Spieth train. The bandwagon. Um, yeah, it turned on the trampolines, I guess. Well, I guess you don't really turn them on. But his career, he, he finished his fall and started his, his climb back up the mountain um, on that Saturday. And uh, this is a, this like the two gentlemen before me said this is a good fit for him um, in the years that he's had good form like 15, 16, and last year and 17 and top 10 uh, in this event years he has not had good form 18, 19, 20 or I think he might have skipped 19 but 18, 20 missed cut so there is that missed cut history there but granted the form was not anywhere near what it um i guess he's shown in the past um but i do i will say that he does not putt these greens especially well 
I, over the years, I have sort of fond, not fond, but I have subtle recollections of him missing some putts inside of five feet. Yeah. Um, and hopefully that's not the case this week, but he, he's, he's done it before. And I think it's like, it, it occurs quite a bit. Um, and like last, last year on Sunday, he could make anything right. Um, so I think that would be something to keep an eye on this week is if Thursday he goes out and he makes everything inside of eight feet, I think it's, it's going to be a pretty good week. Um, but if he misses a couple, four or five footers, then confidence will be low and he'll have to ball strike the crap out of it if he wants to win, um, which is really hard to do. Like you have to have some sort of putting form to be able to win golf tournaments, regardless of how good you're hitting it. And we know he's hitting it great, but need the putter this yeah. week inside of six, seven feet. I think he can take some confidence off the weekend at Pebble from the short putting perspective. I mean, he putted, I mean, 17, obviously he missed, misread it, but over the weekend at Pebble, he putted fantastically from short range. And I was looking, he's got the two missed cuts at waste management in his career, but I was looking at the strokes gained and he, the really good performances really outweigh the couple missed cuts. Um, 10 players with 10 plus rounds at TPC Scott, Scottsdale, he's tied for sixth all time in strokes gained at that course. So he, I mean, he plays it well and coming in with some form. Uh, he's got the good vibes from last year. He's got the really solid weekend at Pebble. I mean, it, as Bob said, it might be his best chance to win before Valero. I think that's an interesting statement. But if you look at the other events on the calendar, it, I mean, it, it makes sense. Um, match play. I'd even to say win. it's his best chance to win until the masters because we know it's just extremely hard to win back-to-back -to -back tournaments yeah. in a row it's just like it's just really hard to defend the title in the pga tour because you're the name everyone's gunning for and it's just a lot of extra pressure that you wouldn't have in a normal week so i definitely that thinks he that puts him at a little bit of a disadvantage of valero so for sure um but yeah. honestly that's what it is i kind of like his chances at riviera i'd hope so no nope. the tournament and I no. know, I know that that no, no. just mean on, on uh, Bob has given me the no ball. No. But here, let me let me explain myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so last year, I think it's pretty easy to forget that he was T one at some point on Saturday, right? Like he, I'm pretty sure he was there T one, maybe back nine Saturday at waste management. Or Genesis. Um, I think right, everybody was at like eight under. Yeah. And then he missed a five footer for par. Of course he did. Um, and the and the wheels kind of fell. I mean, that was the end, the back end of five weeks in a row, I think. Or was it four? He played Pebble. Uh Phoenix, Pebble. No, I guess it must have been four. But he still, was probably gassed regardless. He kind of ran out of steam yeah. on the weekend and rolled I in at 15. And the thing about Riviera, as great of a test of golf as Torrey Pines is, man, Riviera is even, even more so, I think, right? Like the rough is equally as thick. The holes are equally as long. Um, fairways equally as tight. Greens are tough. You know, if – 
with the amount of rain, depending on the amount of rain they get, it's going to be fast. It's going to be firm. Um, and he like, he says it a lot that he loves playing there. Right. He, he won there I think in college um, he's got, he has, he's had some decent like rounds together. He was solo leader, what, 2019 maybe um, before the wheels fell off, like they typically did, but I don't know. I just think if you hit the ball with your irons the way he did last week at a, I know Pebbles different from Riviera, but I think the like firmness of the greens and sort of just the way it was playing, like the way you had to hit shots in the greens, I think will be somewhat similar. Granted, there'll be longer shots um, and somewhat like tougher targets to hit. I mean, I think he could like, that's a place you could ball strike your way to 10 under and see what happens. And I think he could do it this year. I mean, if he, if he hits it the way he did last week, he could also just not hit the ball great again for the rest of the year, but that doesn't seem likely, especially considering he kind of did this last year as well. So banking on, he keeps his iron play the way it, you know, has been, I think he could put together a really, really good week at Riviera and end up with a win. That'd be cool. That's a course yeah. I'm gonna see him win at. Um, let me go real quick, Bob. Cause I, I there was a comment that he made on Sunday about this week that I found really interesting. I don't have the full quote, but I think he was saying that waste management this week, Pebble, the greens are very small, and I know on Sunday on one hit a really nice shot, took a poor bounce in the rough long. Um, there was another hole where he hit a really good shot and I think it bounced long as well. And he said after his round that he's really looking forward to this week where the greens are a lot bigger, where the misses that he had, where it takes a firm hop, bounces into the rough is not going to be as bad as it will this week. And that, I mean, he's confident. It's pretty clearly he's confident, but I mean, him just saying that, that he's, I mean, he thinks, I have a feeling he's gonna have a really good, another really good iron week just off the fact that he said that i mean he hit so many good iron shots and even the ones that i mean one's perfect example great shot firm bounce into the backer off that's not going to happen this week it's going to stay on the green and he's going to have a putt and he putted well over the weekend so i think it was nine was the other one where it was like that tucked pin just over yeah the that pin was impossible and it, and it, it, it almost spun out of the rough to like yeah. yep. three feet but instead it just got caught there yep yeah, so I want to rebut. I want to rebuttal against Dan. Um, I agree with you from the standpoint that Tory Pines is uh, not Tory Pines. Um, Riviera is the perfect test of a golf course in terms of everything. It's got. It's got. You have to have creativity. The rough is perfect length to test, but not like stupid. Um, and the holes are difficult. The fairways are firm. The greens are firm, and you got to have a good short game. It's just, it's, it's the perfect test of golf. Um, I just don't see him competing there until his driver shapes up a bit more. Those fairways aren't big. Um, and his driver has been a little sketchy recently. I think, um, I just think it's too soon. Um, I like his chances here a lot more. Um, so yeah, that's what I have to say on that. Yeah. No, I think the driver is a good point because, I guess the only thing really going for him in the fall, the one event he played and, you know, kind of in the playoffs was the driver. Like the driver was 
his best club, right? I mean, we talked about that a little bit where it's just like, man, he's hitting 11, 10, 11 fairways. You know, you have there's no more of this like um, jumping out of the window uh, gif on Twitter. No more of the, the OB balls, the the retees, the a lot less fours. Um, but down the stretch of Pebble is especially shaky. Um, so, you know, that's a, that's a fair point. It's a valid point. He's still, he's still gaining off the tee. He gains a little over half a stroke around that Pebble, which is really solid. And if he does that, then he's going to be perfectly fine wherever he goes. Um, this week will be a real test off the tee. Cause I mean, no offense to the field at Pebble. But I mean, you got some of your best ball yeah. strikers in the field this week. You got Hovland, Rom, Shoffley. I mean, let's That's see true. how he is off the tee this week. And then going back to, I've a couple people said this. He was leaky down the stretch. It's true. I mean, he even said after his round, I think it was a uh, 15 where he was. I mean, he, the four right had the tree problem. He said he should have took iron. So, and then 18. I mean, that's a pretty good. I think that's a good tee ball. And then. The tree. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, but the one, the one-handed finish though is kind of tough. Like it, he. True. I think he mishit it. True. I mean, it's a tough. It's an intimidating tee ball though. I mean, you got the you got the water left, and then there's trouble right if you really uh block it right. But I mean, yeah. the true. I don't. I think he was pretty happy with the end result of that tee ball. It's not like it went way left, way right. I mean, it's just. I mean, the stupid tree. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I, there are some water balls, though, to be had at uh, Phoenix this week. And that's one thing that I'm not, I guess, not as concerned about as I would have been two, three years ago, certainly. But it's something that's like, well, there's going to be some shots where water is in play. And if you, you know, especially if 15 specifically, if it's firm and you kind of get a, a little bit too much draw and then a big hop, you're just kind of in the drink and that's 15 is a great scoring opportunity because you already, I mean, the lead's going to be eight under after Thursday. Right. And it's going to be 12 on the weekend come Saturday. So, you know, wasting par five opportunities like that is going to be pretty detrimental to the winning chances. Um, so he's going to have to make sure that, you know, he puts the ball in the fairway, especially on 15, but for most, you know, majority of, the holes out here. Yeah, I think the key this week is is making putts. Um, these greens are not small, um, and he's not going to get any of those bounces that are going to just get caught up in the rough. If he's dialed, these are going to be some really, really close approaches, and if he's making putts, it's going to be very tough to beat him this week. Um, he's just too good. Like, I mean, that – the iron play we saw last week is just like, it's unbeatable. If you make just even 30% of the putts you need to make, like it's, if he can have that going again, even if the driver is a little shaky, he, he's going to win this week. So he's just, he's got to get, he's got to get the putts rolling. The thumbs have to start coming up or, <laughs> or it's going to be another brutal Sunday. Yeah. Um, I, I I honestly just love how you said the last part. I mean, he's too good. We're, I mean, it's nice to come and do a tournament with some form for once. I know he played well at Pebble. He always plays well at Pebble. But, I mean, 
the iron just took such a turn from i mean yeah. sinking down a ship to now looking like okay are we going to start to peak like spring of 2021 again and again i mean it's february 8th when we're recording this um we're two months away and he did it last year he peaked well for the masters and nearly uh won it uh won a week too early but we'll take valero of course but i mean that's his goal and he said sunday at pebble that there's of course he says it's all the time but there's still room for progression even though I don't know what the heck that means. Cause I mean, like if he goes and wins this week, I mean, what, what, what I, I don't know, but you get what I'm saying. And I mean, I think we all feel pretty good this week. Yeah. Honestly, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. There's no reason to not. Um, it's, it's that simple. I mean, why would we feel bad after what we've been seeing? So yeah. So good to see the, that the change of tone from a week ago is, <laughs> crazy <laughs> yeah no it is i mean it, i mean but that's what first game first and strokes gain approach does and a 63 on a saturday does you know and a tournament that was through 68 holes you know you were in front so um i think he i was watching some uh some uh golf stuff on like cbs and their platforms and they were saying that uh, something in his, like he kind of tweaked his swing a touch over the week where he got the toe of the club less, uh, not down. It might be like he got the face a little bit more open to the sky, which means it was a little bit more closed. So there's a little less like um, need for sort of the hands and like the, uh, movement of the wrist to close the face at impact and it's more of a body swing which is like what he was doing last year was like dj burger-esque where you it's face is facing the sky and you have to rotate hard with your legs that's and not he's trying to get it and his new like move is to try and get it to come up more so that he doesn't have to do that and then he can it's a more like fluid motion for him but it was a little it was getting a little too um it wasn't quite strong enough at the top. The face wasn't quite close enough at the top, but they said over the weekend that he did a much better job of kind of closing that face just enough so that he would get much more consistent striking. Um, if anybody cares about the sort of mechanics of what he's doing with the swing. We get a lot of questions cool. about it. So yeah. I don't know why he's going up. Like that pre-shot routine is to make him – feel like he's going up and not as laid off so he can get into a better position to hit the ball. Um, I just, I thought that was really interesting. Oh, a lot of people question that move. I'm getting so many comments about it, but I mean, JT does it and JT is a pretty good iron wedge player. The last time I checked. Yeah. Uh, well, so a, it's a little different, right? It, Cause it's like, yeah, up a little bit higher. Um, and I think what a lot of people um, at least one of the commentators on Thursday was saying that like a lot of people practice like an impact move when they're, when they're not hitting the ball. Great. They go to like a, okay, how am I making impact? So this is what it should feel like before I hit it, before I take the club back. And he used to do that last year. And you remember where he'd do that, like weird, like squat, like he was turning into the ball <laughs> and bring the club right behind the thing. <laughs> and then he'd reset and hit. 
Um, but now it's more of a backswing thing, um, which I guess suggests that he has more confidence in his impact and he should after last week. Um, so hopefully he can continue to throw some darts. We did have a dart sighting, I believe, on the practice round today. That's right, Bob. We did. We had some darts, uh, which I absolutely love to see. Um, well, I, I mean, I, I'm speechless. I mean, it's just like you, you love to see it. I mean, we didn't see this for a few months, so it's yeah. great to see darts being thrown, um, even if it's just a practice round. Like, you love to see it. So looking to put into um, perspective when it comes to the actual round, but I don't know. He, he had a pretty good practice round last year. If, if you remember, we were pretty hyped. We shot like 64 in a practice round because someone followed and told me and everyone was getting all hyped because that's all we had at that point in, in our lives. So this is, <laughs> um, yeah. now, now we don't. Now we have more. So Yeah, before um... – we go any farther we gotta go over the coverage this week and uh again the tea time since we have them so uh tv thursday and friday three to seven p.m eastern saturday one to six thirty eastern and sunday one to six eastern because there's a uh, football game sunday at six thirty. Oh, that's right so they won't be wanting to compete with that or they will they will lose um playing with victor hovland and xander shoffley um, a lot of Spieth fans happen to be playing with Victor. There's yeah. a lot of Spieth slash Victor fans out there, and Victor's funny, and he's an interesting guy. So we haven't played with him before either, I don't think. I think this is our first time playing with Victor Hovland, which is pretty sick. So 9.59 a.m. Eastern, round one, 10 T, 7.59 a.m. local time. So you're out if you will be out at scottsdale i know i have a few followers that are going to be there this week it's an early wake-up call on thursday and then 2 24 p.m eastern round 2 1 t 12 24 p.m p.m central time on friday and then we're a marquee group for round one on espn plus which is wonderful and then friday we don't know yet on on the coverage i mean we'll be on um the golf channel for sure but not sure if we're going to be a featured group or a marquee group yet. But we got round one, which is sick. But that's what I got there. And given the Golf Channel hours, I'd assume – so I'd assume that ESPN Plus picks him up Friday in some capacity, whether that be main feed, somewhat of a featured group. But if not, Golf Channel being done at 7 suggests – his. His round is like 224, so four and a half hours. Yeah, well, we'll get the majority of it, which is so it'll probably be, He'll probably be cl- pretty close to wrapping up, if not wrapped up, because the rounds are going to be a lot faster. Thankfully. <laughs> this week. I mean, I know it was, if you were following along with every shot last week, it was, you know, six-hour rounds because of the the AMs, of course, and we're Definitely a little bit of that uh... now, so. A little bit torture, um, yeah. But yeah, but hopefully- we love Jake Owen. But I mean, yeah. the six-hour rounds. I mean, he was standing on two tee box every single day for twenty minutes, just standing right. there. Well, it wasn't even Jake Owen. I mean, Ryan Palmer shot eighty-one. Brian Roberts is Ryan Palmer's. <laughs> okay, yeah, we <laughs> was not expecting Brian Roberts shade on the pod today, but <laughs> there it is. 
not gonna lie i was i was not either um i i never thought we'd ever mention him ever in this pod history if you had given me a, a bet but there he was mr comcast <laughs> playing with ryan palmer well no dude, ryan ryan palmer mr comcast was so bad last week like i mean we watched him on thursday play monterey and he went bogey three birdies in a row and i'm like okay like ryan palmer's you know gonna Just play well terrible spyglass four putts of par three and then he shoots 81 at spyglass and it's it i you know checking in on saturday i think he shoots like two under saturday and he's like he's plus eight and speeds like minus 14 and it it, it made me chuckle so i think yeah i think palmer went like bogey 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 triple on spyglass and Ruth, it was 80, was it 81? I mean, I'd call that a pretty solid day, but I mean, for me, for me, at the end of the day, I'm taking his um, bank account over the three of us combined. So he'll be all right for now. I wonder if he's in the field this week. Watch him go play well this week because that's golf. I doubt it. I don't know if you can shoot 81 and then be in the field the next week. I feel like <laughs> that could be a rule, but who knows? We'll see. He could be in the. We should look up if he's in the field or not. Um. Anyway, I don't know if you guys have any fun, any bets. fun insights before we. Oh, I do have one. I mentioned this to Bob. I might have put it in the group chat as well for the podcast. We had a dangerous situation at Pebble. Um, our second shot at the eighth. Well, we could be in another dangerous um circumstance this week if Jordan's hitting it offline because tpc scottsdale has added 50 more cactuses oh god on site this week i was reading the course notes and speed's gonna find one of those on sunday (laughs) jim nance will be like yeah there's one of the new ones you're gonna be like come on man he's still gonna try and hit it too hopefully they're not those are like the jumping cactus right or no i don't i didn't look at the cactus species not. then i apologize i'll have to go figure out what type of cactuses they were yeah My last apologies. year we found ourselves like right behind the cactus so yeah he still didn't he hit that the four feet though he did. Were, that was a different shot large saguaro cacti okay so True. if we have any agronomy people out there yeah I think so you know what type cactus, of cactus it is. Cacti are an interesting plants. <laughs> I mean, the like the the water that they conserve, that they need to conserve, they're just unique, you know. <laughs> Thanks for the analysis, then. Yeah, I can tell. Most Bob's, appreciated. Yeah, <laughs> Bob's loving it over there. I think before <laughs> we get into our bets, <laughs> Bob needs to um, tell us why he's wearing that beautiful. If you're listening and you can't see him, he's wearing the beautiful teal Miami Dolphins jersey. I, there's no reasoning. I just wanted to put something on over my baggy shirt that I've been basically <laughs> just like chilling the night with. So um, I thought this was a good little touch. What was what was baggy? Your your shirt or Spieth's shorts today? Great <laughs> question. Love one. Mm. If you haven't seen the picture of us, he's in these baggy, like khaki shorts on Tuesday for the practice round. And he, Dad as, shorts. as one of our friends said, he looked like he has a dot to go mow his lawn, which was pretty funny. 
they are dad shorts though that is that's very factual he is a father so yeah, that is also very factual i honestly can't wait for him to get his first one as a dad it'd be sick if it's this week the sammy there i mean that's gonna be something special yeah i mean that'd be sick but i mean before we get into our bets do we have anything else about this week No, I think so. uh, Kep- Kepka's defending champ. True. Cool. But I, I don't think he's going to play well. But anyway, uh, Bob, you had something. No, I did not. I'm ready to get into it. All righty. Well, Bob's the the new. Yeah, I'll start, that us off later, so that. You'll start us off. All right. This is pretty boring. I've seen this on Twitter a lot. I'm sure everyone and their mother and dog is on this is on this person and that's louis oosthuizen at 41 to 1 um i don't know if you've seen his stats but he's like god himself in his first start of the year um in previous years he's got like five top tens three wins something like that i don't have the stat pulled up but anyways that's essentially my reasoning behind it plus i think he's due to find some form again uh so I like that. Yeah, there is some good value on Louis this week. Um, Definitely. I mean, 40, it's what, 41 to 1, right? Or 41, yeah. Plus 4,100, so, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty solid. I just – he just doesn't win. Uh, Jordan, you go because I still haven't – I still haven't picked. Well, how much does Bob have on a first? Uh, I'll do 10. Five. I'll do 10. Yeah, you got to save a good portion for that, Rick. You missed cut. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, that is the plan. The obligatory, Rick. You missed cut. Bob's it's my turn. I think um, it is, I, sir. I'm going with. I'm. I'm taking one of the favorites. I'm going JT. I think it's a JT week. I, Please, not that. Literally I mean, anything but that. Nope, let it be not. a Rory McIlroy week, and he's not even playing. So, but do not let it be a, a Justin Thomas week. That would be absolutely devastating. I got I got thirty to pay out three ninety on JT, thirty mm-hmm. on JT. Dan, you're up. God, I just don't know what to do for this. Um, because because Bob went with somebody who just doesn't win. So should I go with somebody who just doesn't win? Or should I be? You'll get your Luke, Luke list bet someday, you know? It'll happen. Yeah. It's got to happen. Well, do I do that or do I be a homer? I guess that, that'll Tough question. tell you what. God. Does he win this week? No, I'm going to – Okay, I'm gonna go Xander at twenty to one. Um, Good value. It's yeah, great it's, great, it's great Xander value. Um, I'm gonna throw ten on that to win two ten. Um, I mean, value again is theoretical because he doesn't win very much, but you know, a T two last year held the fifty four hole co fifty four hole co lead. Um, and then played Garbo on Sunday, which is kind of his MO. But when he has the lead, at least 
So we'll see. But I mean, if Bob did it, I'll, I'll do it as well. And today's but list I, of guys are. I was this close to picking Spieth to win this week. On I'd today's list of fun. guys we are hating, we're now adding Xander Shoffley to Brian Roberts. Well, well, they win. They win the same amount. I I'm mean, gonna follow it up by picking Jordan Spieth. Then. Um, oh, okay. Jordan Spieth, the top ten is plus okay. one seventy-five. I do not think he wins this week necessarily. Uh, I just think the putters just not there quite yet. Um, plus one there. But I just think is his. What? No, that's. I just didn't think it was plus one seventy-five. It's pretty good. His odd, ball right? striking is just kind of ridiculous right now. So. Give me it. Give me uh give me Jordan Speed for 30 plus 175 to top 10. I'll go next. I'm I'm going oh I'm going against the grain here, fellas. Um I'm betting Rick. Rick Fowler, Ricky Fowler. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, so <laughs> I'm putting a good amount on Ricky Fowler. This week. <laughs> yeah, that's just stupid. I mean, not for that. I, I mean, call it stupid. Is Ricky Fowler overrated by the media? Yes. Is he a bad golfer? Yes. As of lately, yes. <laughs> but this is his week, he's, man. All right. I mean, Farmers. He played great at the North Course. He sucked at the South Course. Yeah. I would tend to say course. the North Course is kind of a fluke. Yeah, but he well, the North Course is a though. lot closer than TPC Scottsdale than the South Course is. I'm putting 50 on Ricky to top 40. What are those top odds? 50 yeah. to pay out 120. It's not bad. It's like plus. He one, plays well here too. 140. If he, look, if he if he plays poorly this week, there's serious problems in Ricky. Ricky and, uh, good luck. You missed cut here last year. Well, we've kind of hit rock bottom for Ricky, so he's going to show up this week. Well, Dan? Yeah, uh, sorry. You're uh, good? My placement bet. Um, I'm going down to the land of where Bob has made a lot of his money, the, t- the top 40s. I'm when surprised he's not there this gotcha. week, but I understand it. And I'm going down to a guy who finished – in his last three appearances here, he's gone 40th, T25, T4. His name is Carlos Ortiz. I was looking at him for a little bit. Plus 220 <laughs> for a top 40. And I know he, he wasn't great at farmers, but the numbers aren't, like, that bad. Like, he, he was slightly below average um, on approach and off the tee. But I'm not – there. That was an improvement from his previous performance. Um, so I'm not too concerned. And this seems like a, I mean, T4 last year, T25 the year before, this seems like a good spot and some good value on that. Um, so I'm going to throw 45 on it at plus 220. Um, I'm not sure exactly what that gets, but I'll look. I got it. it. I got gotcha. you. 45 to pay out 144. Sounds good. And then I want uh i'll go because i'm gonna be pulling a dan this week i'm going with one of those combos i'm hedging my bets this week i am picking xander shoffley to be the top american this week i i think xander's got a good chance to win this week 
but I'm picking JT. And I'm going to go Xander to be the top American because I think one of those two will be the top American this week. And it wouldn't shock me if one of them won. So I'm going uh, 20 to pay out 300. Alrighty then. I like that. Hey, that's how you made a lot of your points. Hoping I can hit that too. You did it on Hideki though. No, I didn't. Hideki was just like top of everybody else. True. It was like, a, it was basically another winner's ticket. Is what it was. True. Yeah, I've, I've literally only made coin points on Hideki. <laughs> I'm two for 15. It's tough. But, hey, positive. So, yeah. I'm odd this week. What is your random play this week? Me? Yes, sir. Well, before I came on, so I think some – it might be PGA splits maybe on Twitter. He deals out all the, like – trends for recent winners um mm. and four guys fits all 10 trends that he picked out Hideki Matsuyama Justin Thomas John Rahm and Jordan Spieth and I'm gonna double check on FanDuel really quickly because they have some pretty excellent like tournament props because it's a you know it's a fun week um in general and where is it here there it is. Okay. So I'm going to go John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, top 10 at plus 1,400. You repeat that again. John Rahm, oh. Jordan Spieth, and, and Joe Keaton all finish inside the top 10 at plus 1,400. I'm going to put 45 on that to win 675. 45 on that. Yeah. They're all big names, though. I don't, I don't hate it. Bob. Well, they all, I mean, they all, Rom has literally finished, his worst finish here is T14. And JT's got two thirds and Spieth when he plays well as a, as a top 10 here. So. True. Well, we'll see. The wise, the wise man once said, um, here we go. If you can take free coins, take them. And that's what I'm doing this week. So I'm putting 60 on Ricky to miss the cut at, at minus 102. So. I'll take my word. free 57 bucks or whatever it is and move on to the next week. That's what's mean. Uh, I appreciate you for <laughs> if he that. couldn't if he couldn't make the cut after shooting a 64 or 66 on the first day, then when is he ever gonna make the cut? This week. No, no chance. Not yeah. happening. But I, I appreciate literally not a chance. Yeah. Alrighty. I think that's all we got this week. Probably a little bit of a shorter episode just with that's the okay. preview. But, of course, the review will be longer, and hopefully we'll be uh, reviewing oh, it this. Will, hopefully it will be live. Correct. All righty. We, we are signing off for the uh, preview. and we are, we are signing off. Sunday night. Take care, y'all. Peace.